Catch Sports Daily every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Uh, we have on the other side of the phone line someone who is clairvoyant, someone who certainly has a mystic ball or something. I don't know what kind of superpowers Robin Duke Madlala has, but he's literally called this MTNA perfectly, right? From start to finish. He joins us again on the side of the phone line. Listen, if you're a betting man, whatever he says, take his Bible. Just run with it. Bet the house. Robin <laughs> Duke, good morning. How are you doing? I'm good, brother. I'm doing very, very good. Honestly, I well honestly I'm, I'm fantastic, Robin Duke. I, I, I want what you have, yeah? Because my Betway slips have missed consistently for about three years now. Clearly, I was listening to the wrong people. Yeah, clearly. Maybe <laughs> you, you need to watch football um, in a better way than you are watching right Apparently. Now. You're supporting. Apparently. I left that long time ago. Only Liverpool of later suffocating me. <laughs> you and me both, Robin Duke. Okay, so what was it about these four sides that led you to your prediction? By the way, Robin Duke <laughs> called it for, for Orlando Pirates v. Sundowns and also called it for Amazulu v. Kaiser Chiefs. Although you, you thought there would be goals in that Kaiser Chiefs-Amazulu game. But, but what was it in the football that suggested to you this would be the outcome and ultimately this would be the final that we're seeing? I, you know... I, that game of, 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 of Pirates uh, on Tuesday against Eros, I saw something. I saw there was a, um, not to say a vibe, there was energy from Pirates. Uh, and, and, you know, especially, you know, we spoke at length about it with Saleng and Kimi Karasmas. You know, I, saw, I said, okay, this is something, that performance has given something Sandra to think about. You know, the way they demonstrated in that game, they put Eros, or, or, or under the huge press, they put them under the pressure. It, it was exciting, and then I said to myself, "I think that they will also play like this against Sandals because I also thought Sandals, in terms of look at their their back for it, it is low. Kekana yes is much, he might be back, but when it comes to one v one, it's not good. And then I look at Saleh and I said, okay, if he get one of them in one v one. There might be a problem. And then you saw against uh, the uh, Motiba, one thing, one the first goal, he, he, he lost him. You know, there, there is a contro- controversy about if it was over the line, the whole ball circumference was over the line, that will be dissected by Mr. Sporton today. But I, I just felt that Parrot will beat Sanders. Yes, I, I went back to the history of 2000, 2011, both competitions that Parrot have an edge of against, over Sanders in those, in those matches. But I just had a, a, a gut feeling when they told me that Pirates will beat Sanders. And then I even said, Amazon will not lose against Kaiser Chiefs. And then you saw yesterday. So, you know, for me, um, it will be a brilliant final. And then maybe in the next couple of weeks, I will tell you who will win the, <laughs> the MTNA. Yeah, and we'll believe you, Robin Duke. Oh. When you say it, we'll believe you. All right, let's start with that, with that first game. I mean, Mamlodi Sundowns. Uh, a lot of errors, uncharacteristically so. A lot of errors from that Sundown side, who didn't play great, by the way. Um, what is it about Sundowns this season? Because I, I'm struggling to see the, and I think we've seen it in moments, but they just haven't hit that consistency yet in terms of their performance. And that's, for me, the most worrying part about Sundowns this season, is that they've been good in parts. We've seen kind of what they're trying to do, but we haven't seen it often enough. Yeah, it, it's also worrying me because, I want them to do well in the Champions League. Uh, I, I really don't think uh, when when it comes to North Africans, uh, if they can go toe-to-toe with those teams. I, I think the biggest mistake my son has made was to let go of Safranco. Yes, they wanted to make a, a, a room for a foreign sport uh, to bring in on Marcel Allende. For, for me, 
I'm still not convinced about. Yes, there is a talent there. There is something good there. And also, Ewen Saavedra, I don't know how Sander saw in him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they, they, went, they went all out and bought those two guys. Um, of which I, I still ask myself, don't we have a players of that, of that level in South Africa? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, you can find those guys. You can find those players of, 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 of Alenda's level. You can find the players of, of Saavedra's level in South Africa. But Sanders went all out. For me, to lose, uh, I mean, a player of Safranco, scoring nine goals, he never started most of the game last but to score nine goals in a team of Sanders' caliber, they saw that he was a quality striker, but they let him go. And then they, they, they have a problem now with Pete Sanwilele. Yes, they saw in the past couple of seasons, the past two seasons that he was consistently playing every every single match. But you saw, you know, on, on, on Saturday when they had no he when they had when he wasn't there, you can see they struggling because he, is a, he can hold up, he can press up top, and then look at the player like Olisanda, uh, CBC, Mayela. They just had a free road. No one was pressing them because. The, the, the only thing that I was worried about with, with Sanders was that those guys up top, Van Allen, the Serino, they're going to interchange a lot up front. So what's going what to happen is that means Paris players were going to find it difficult. But you know what they did? They got it right. The central midfield, Miguel team, he was breaking everything from Mamel from Sanders was trying to conjure up. That's why Paris won the game. And then the finishing. Uh, there was a time where I saw they were desperate going forward to come to go and, and get that that all important goal, maybe two two goals to win the game and then what happened at the back, they were found vulnerable. Paris did not panic when they did that. They just hold their line and then you saw the break La Passa, you know, you know, bombing down on the on the left hand side and then scoring on four starting to, to to score, you know, the the, the, the I mean the, the the second one. And also you saw the third. They all Sanders were caught flat. You know, uncharacteristic for Marvin Sanders. Why it has desperation at the time when they were looking for the goal? You don't need, you don't need, you need to come, come head. I don't know if Tembazwane is the right captain also to lead with Mamelo Sanders when you are desperate enough. You need people who like uh, uh, Dennis Onyange as much as a goalkeeper, but he can call everyone to come down. Let's go and approach the game. I don't think Tembazwane is a good captain for them when they are chasing the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, the, the the most baffling thing for me was that I think the second goal for Seleng, where where yeah. they thought it went out of play and everyone just stopped playing in that awkward moment, and and then they went down the left wing and and ultimately put it away. It was, yeah, uncharacteristic from Sundowns. Um, I'm yeah. sure those three coaches will certainly be scratching their heads this morning. Uh, from a Pirates perspective, I got to ask: is this is this the best Pirate side you've seen in in recent history or in recent uh-huh. memory, or is it the most balanced uh-huh. side? What are your thoughts? I think the last part will just put it nicely. It's a most balanced side. Uh, I I thought they would be cautious with uh, with Monyane. I thought Sanders will exploit Monyane because he bombs forward a lot. I said, okay, if he does that, uh, Sanders might benefit because he's also a young man. Uh, I thought I thought Paris would go for for Sandu because of his experience and I mean he's 27 years old. You saw him in a very good good season, uh, you know, last season, especially in the third competitive cup. I thought Paris will be conservative and go for him because he doesn't bomb down now quite a lot like Munyane we see because he's still got the energy. Energy is a young man. I thought Sanders might take advantage, but they couldn't. And then another change that I thought might happen was that he goes. I thought um, uh, Ofori might be back from that injury, but with what you saw, Munyane wasn't troubled. And also the one change that I thought they will make 
was that Kamala uh, Zamani is so played against Eros. I said, I thought that one, they were going to make a change. But I was surprised when they went with the Fortune Makarene. Guys, I've not been bad of the man. Uh, since, for me, he arrived at Paris in 2019-2020, he has never given me anything. Absolutely, he has been poor. I know the, the, the agent of him, when I, when I wrote that on Twitter, he was so angry. Of which I have to say what I say. You know, I will stick to it. He has been poor for Paris since he arrived for Manchester United. Um, but they went for him. We saw they took him off. I think it was five and a half the game. They started in the second half. He didn't offer them anything. You know, also looking on, on the side of um, of, uh, uh, of Dion Horto. That side on the left-hand side, it's, it's not as... How can I put it? It's not effective enough, like what you see on, on the left, on the right-hand side. You know, Horto... He's not bombing down on, on that left-hand side, whipping in those crosses. He's always more at, at the back, I think, giving the balance, as you mentioned. I even spoke to Manzangungaze about that. He said, no, um, th- that's how we, we play. That side is like lopsided. So the most side that is more working is that of, of Munyan. And so, as you saw in, 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 I mean, in, in, in all the goals, it was more the side that was working on the right-hand side. Yeah, listen, I'm, we're already out of time, Robin Duke. I know you and me can, can talk about this football stuff for, for quite a while. Um, let's talk about Kaiser Chiefs v. Amazulu. Uh, it's 46 years, yeah? That's how far back you have to go for the last time that Amazulu were in a final, an MTN8 final. Are you seeing Roman Fultz's footprints on this squad? Are you seeing what he's trying to do with the team? Or do you still feel like it's still early days? No, it's, it's, there is something there, you know. There is something because I asked him after the, at the press conference. I said, by the time you play on the fifth against Paris at the most Mapeda Stadium, do you think this team will be the way you want them to want it to be? He said, not exactly. Yes, but they, they are good signs. He surprised me also yesterday, sacrificing for Kamen, and then he put Larry Bello. You know, I never thought that I never started coming both Larry Barra has been troubled by a lot of injuries since they signed Mamazuru from Simba Simba in, in Tanzania. But he had a clean game, he was very tidy. Also another player for me that were outstanding was Makaula. He broke the play and also Abubakam Bakama the back and, and Ramasen Pasele and Rian Hanamub. The, I think for now in the PS the best left back that is on form at the moment. And also Tembala Kakani, they complement that back four complemented each other. Yes, they couldn't get a goal. I mean, uh, Augustine Kemri had uh, a one-on-one situation, but he, he didn't tuck it one, one away. And also, Gabajina Mahang Mango, he, he never had a, a very good game. I wasn't surprised when they took him off. But it, their signs are very good. They are very, very structured. I see, I, I, they stick with what they, I mean, they knew that Kerajim should not break us down, and then that's what they did. Kerajim was in the second half. They were very put up a pressure, but they didn't threaten, you know, very much. You know, another ga- game, desperation, desperation, and then what happened when it comes to the final product? It, did, it didn't, it didn't, I mean, it didn't come off very well for it. But then again, when in that game, what's up, what was so sad for me, South African football, when it comes to final product, we are absolutely very, very poor. We, we do we have the best players, in, uh, I mean, you can think of, but when it comes to that final product, there are a lot of ashtray passes, there are a lot of turnovers, I think we need to get it right. I don't know whether it's a development level or what way, but we've got good players on each other. The final product is missing in South African football. Yeah, and we've been having this conversation for an eon, haven't we, trying to fix what's happening up front. I don't know, maybe you're such a great football mind, you can tell us where, where it broke, yeah, because uh, players of yesteryear, and you correct me if I'm wrong, were scoring goals in buckets, just not the same now. Um, 
Let me ask you this, Robin Duke, lastly, as we wrap it up, and answer this for me in, in, 10, in 10 seconds if you can. Um, I know a lot of Sundowns fans listening to this conversation now have been speculating around what's happening with Chalulile. Is it indeed an injury or is there something more to it? Does he have ambitions of possibly playing uh, outside of South Africa? What's, what's happening there? Just in 10 seconds, tell us what's happening. I think it's an injury. Okay. It's, it's an injury that Sundowns right now are finding it difficult for he for for to have someone of his level to come and uh, help them, that's what the problem they have right now. Mm. As I said, they were wrong during the offseason to let go of some of the guys. They Sander did need the red back. I mean, as a centre back, go and sign A B in Morocco. They they, they were still quite. They, they they have a player of. I, I mean, look at the most. How do you play this season? And then you still say you think you think that Sander was with the trouble having the Bosa, who also has. One of the trusted number one for Bafana Bafana. You got Grand Kekano. You, you, you still, you still have a Russian team. You got Brian Onyango. Why are you worried in training as another, another center pack? They were worried about, I mean, they were concerned about, no, we, we, we wanted to replace Ricardo Nascimento. So he's got a similar mode. I mean, Nascimento, let him go. Okay. Why do you want to replace a player of, of that nature? Yes, Nascimento was good in 1v1, but you got the energy at the pack. All right, Robin Duke, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for coming on. Hey, please, don't forget to lock your doors. I know these agents are probably sending people off to you, Robin, uh, for all your <laughs> tweets and comments. So please, for the sake of this show and for those who need your football analysis and predictions, lock those doors. Thank you so much for coming on, Robin Duke. Appreciate it. Okay, take care, guys. Take all right, care. cheerio. Uh, Robin Duke Matlala, there on the other side of the phone line with us, Itiski Times journalist, uh, talking us through the MTN8, yeah, the semifinals. By the way, he got both predictions right. He said too soon now to kind of give us his predictions for the final. He, he needs a couple of days. Give him a couple of days, let him consult, uh, let him slaughter, let him do what he needs to do, and then you'll come back with the final verdict for who will win the MTN8 this season. Sports Daily, every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m.